So today I'm here with my co-host, Justin Moore, um, and a few other bystanders, including my, my boy Trent Braga Hello. and my boy Shaden Forflanka. Both the homies, all the, all the homies from Bert's house. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> all the homies from Bert, yeah. Yeah, and today, today in uh, the PGB Football Podcast. PGB. Exactly. We are talking about the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. And a few other topics. Um, so what did you think of the Ballon d'Or, Justin? So I think, first of all, it's an absolute disgrace that they skipped 2020. Yeah, pretty because much. Because we can't... Yes, it was difficult to gauge um, football for a period of time, but 2020 did happen. And if anything, performing well in 2020 should be respected, which Lewandowski did do. Hmm. So you exactly. can't just write the year off. You have to take it what it was and take what how the players performed and accept it. And in that year, it was just like Luka Modric does, he, he performed better than Ronaldo and Messi. And you can't not give the award. Yeah, I think Lewandowski definitely got cheated on that aspect. Yeah. With not getting awarded. And I'm not, not too... I wasn't too involved in um, the... I didn't really do my research on why they didn't award the Ballon d'Or last year, but I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty sure it was because of COVID. Yeah, I think just it was, because it was the a, pandemic was. Yeah, it was a few factors. There's, it's just the pandemic excuse, COVID nineteen, yeah. the excuse of the century, to be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, that like, only happened last two years ago, so uh, not exactly. Century, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone's excuse in the last two years. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, but what has to be accepted though is. That the Ballon d'Or is is voted by uh, journalists, and um, maybe it should be changed. And maybe it should be changed because and an in-house vote. The distribution of journalists affects affects the vote, and the fact that I think this year, I'm not saying it was rigged, but I'm saying there could be a selection bias. So definitely, when you do a, a university project, you have to make sure that your sample size is distributed evenly. So you don't have too much of one gender, too much of one race, too much of one demographic, right? I think the way journalists work is that they're obviously scattered throughout um, uh, regions, regions, Regional. Um, but there is an uneven distribution in certain parts. So France football controls basically the Ballon d'Or. And now with Lionel Messi moving to France, to PSG, I think that swayed the way journalists... Yeah, there was an element of favoritism in, yeah. in that as well. Especially with the president um, of the Ballon d'Or um, yeah. speaking about Ronaldo's life ambition is to win more um, win more Ballon d'Ors yeah, than Lionel Messi, which which shows that even if that was just uh, a, 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 a normal comment, it was probably with some malicious intent he meant to embarrass ronaldo you know yeah and i i remember seeing that i mean uh, ronaldo did say a commentary I've, I've on instagram it. from ronaldo and him just ripping into the yeah the I, I think what ronaldo can't deny is that he did say it because there's an interview yeah. with pierce morgan where ronaldo says that i want to end up with more ballon d'ors than him him referring to Lionel messi yeah so but yeah i mean other, chosen other than that <laughs> other than that pedri winning uh golden boy Exactly. Brilliant award. I think he's a world class. And player. there was some, you know, when we did you see the the vote? There was like a log of all the votes, like how many votes? Yeah, Henry won by quite a long way. Yeah, he did like, by like and, uh, seventy votes or something. And it was, I think, it's because of how much better he actually is than a few of the other players on that list. I mean, 
Mason Greenwood came in at I think he came fifth. in fifth, yeah. Fifth, yeah. And um I don't think you can actually compare them. Now, I'm a Manchester United fan. Yeah. But I think Pedro right now is, is levels above. Yeah, he, on a consistency basis and on a promise basis. Yeah. His 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 future is incredibly bright. Yeah. No. And you saw Lionel Messi sitting down really. being com- just smiling from ear to ear because of how proud he was. Yeah. It's like he was the his his father yeah. figure yeah. in Barcelona and he probably was. Yeah. Um and he could he could probably see like a young Xavi esque player in him. That shabby component within Pedri. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh the other win the other that the new other award? Win, um the Yashin the, uh, the Yashin trophy the Yashin awarded trophy. to Donnarumma. Also Donnarumma. some fans were a bit Is Mendy deserving of that? Yeah. That that was the that was the that was the commentary that was uh, rolling around the uh, football football sphere. I mean we moment. both think that Donnarumma is a class player. Of course. But how can you deny Mendy an award yeah. which and you compare the stats and the stats don't lie here. Mm. It was like Mendy, 50 games, 29 clean sheets, yeah. um, conceded like 27 goals, something yeah. like that, um, and won two trophies while Donnarumma conceded about 47 goals in 53 games. And I think... And won one trophy. I think yet again, that move to France, Donnarumma now playing the French yes, League, exactly. influences the vote a bit. Yeah. PSG are being favoured. They're also being because like outlined, yeah. Isn't Mendy of like some French descent? So he plays, he plays, um, so Senegalese, yeah, he it's, Senegalese, it's, it, but he's like arguably French. It's, it's a French colony. Yeah. Senegal. So maybe yeah. him not declaring like Paul Pogba's done, maybe not him playing for France, maybe some spite out of that. I don't think oh, that's me I, reaching for it. Yeah. I think you're reaching a bit too far. I think, I don't think they would go that deep. Um, but I, I do feel that these international competitions, for some reason, they're taking more preference than domestic. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? And it and European, you know, uh, competitions. It is interesting. Mm. Like, it sparks a whole new de- debate out of the Ballon d'Or. Like, we saw in previous years, obviously the Messi and Ronaldo race um, over the last decade. It was won by pure class and pure mm. like achievements. You know, individual achievements. Yeah. Not more team achievements. I also don't want to be harsh, but something I just thought of now is how did Mason Mount play so highly? Yeah, top twenty, wasn't he? He was top twenty. Yeah, wait, that that's the, the short Very list interesting. was twenty. And Mane wasn't even in the top twenty-five. I yeah, think. um, I don't know how because Mason Mount's stats for last season weren't that great, and his team impact was. You know, it's it's just down arguably. for me. For me, it was just down like some of the placings, but just down to trophies. Like one trophy. Like you see Giorgio Chiellini and Bonucci. Great players. Yeah. Great defenders. But they're placing 12th and 13th on the Ballon d'Or list. Yeah, when they hadn't when 19. they didn't have a great season with Juventus. No. They they made fourth with Juventus in the Serie A. Yeah. Like placed nowhere in the Champions League. Like got knocked out in the round of 16. And just because they won the Euros, obviously, like I'm an Italian through and through, mm. and I support them on a countless basis. But it's there's a f- element of favoritism I can so see. I think can it comes it. down to remember when we spoke about Southgate about how his selection bias is is not mainly actually just a bias, but it's an inconsistency. Like, what is he picking from? Is he picking from stats? Is he picking from international performance, or is he picking from club performance? I mean, we had the Kane Maguire debate. Yeah. So now, what I think with the Ballon d'Or is that they should really um, enforce a a 
a preference is are they picking it on the impact you've made to your team as an individual are they picking it on how many uh, individual trophies you won or are they picking it on um just overall how you've played you know because they can't be saying in the past when wesley snyder didn't win the award and they gave it to uh messi right 2008 2008 ronaldo ronaldo 2008 was ronaldo ronaldo and then wesley snyder played incredibly well that season um, and they gave it to Ronaldo based on like yeah. certain attributes. Um, and uh, I think it was Iron Robin also like a couple of years later played argument and Frank Ribery as well. Mm. And they, and they gave it to Ronaldo or Messi mm. based on like club performance. Yeah. But it shouldn't be on how well your club performs. It should be the impact the player has on the game in general. On that, spe- on that specific team. Or how well team. you play. Yeah. On that specific team. Not just how well your, your club plays. You know? Yeah. I, th- I think they were in the previous, I've, I tend to disagree because on, on the, like previously I've, I've through the Ronaldo Messi reign of Ballon d'Ors, I've, as much as I, as I've known growing up that they were purely, I'm not sure what the speci- specifications were, mm. but from what I've put purely known is that they won it purely on their individual accolades, their okay. individual performances. But now it's more leaning to a, a, a team award, yeah. like we saw with Luka Modric. Um, it's it was an interesting um, time where obviously he won the Ballon d'Or. Twenty eighteen, yeah. Um, Real Madrid did win La Liga that season. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did. Croatia made this made the final. Yeah. Surely you win it. He played, but the thing is, he played specifically better than every single midfield. He was the best midfielder at the time, in, yeah, yeah, in the world at the yeah. time. So I actually, I actually do get that. And at, on the international stage, he's yeah. performing, yeah. So both club and individual. So that kind of makes sense. Oh, and yeah, then I think he, he was. If anyone yeah. was going to break the Ronaldo Messi reign, mm. Luka Modric was deserving yeah. that year. And then, so you, the controversies, has, the controversial aspect of it has come in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. And what we, we need to question what the specifications are for the Ballon d'Or. You know, is it um, based on how your team does or how your, you do as an individual? Yeah. Because we see a lot, obviously, we, we saw team awards like best team. Well, best, it's best, it's best, best club, club, best club so awarded that was, to Chelsea. Wasn't Chelsea because yeah. also their their women's team performed incredibly well, and their yeah. academy did well as well. Yes, and that makes sense to me. It does um, yeah. because then you then you appreciate the game not just for the yeah. men's first team, but also for uh, their future in the academy, mm-hmm. and also now recognizing the women's game. But what I also don't understand is that how are so many of the Chelsea players, even though they didn't perform, they performed so well as a team, but those individual players might have not outperformed some other individual players from other teams. They why they so why they ranked so highly yeah, in the list. Jorginho should not be that high up in the list. Yeah, it's Yeah, yeah, he played well for Italy, but he's a penalty merchant. Yeah. Yeah, he played well for Chelsea, but he's a penalty merchant. He's not like individual accolades, yes. He he, he won two tro- three trophies that's yeah. that year, this year. Three trophies, fair enough. Good achievements. Um, Mate, anyone can be a passenger he did, he, in those teams. He contributed greatly to that Italian mm. team during the Euros. But we look at his domestic performances, club performances. 
not that special. Not yeah. that and rank and ranking third, it's 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 quite yeah a controversial one. No, it's definitely controversial. Uh, I, I I certain I was surprised when he won the UEFA Men's Player of the Year. Yeah, um, I was I was very sh- surprised when he finished actually ahead of Kante or or, or uh, Benzema. Yeah, um, in the Ballon d'Or list and even the UEFA Men's Player of the Year. I mean, against De Bruyne and and Kante. Yeah. Um, I actually thought the Kante was going to win it. Really? Ngolo. Ngolo, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to win it. So also... I was very surprised. Thinking about yeah. Messi's speech now, when Lewandowski was not awarded it. Yeah. Credit to Messi yeah. for saying, uh, for actually not calling out, but... And he's the saying, goat because well, of well, that. Well done in 2020. Everyone <laughs> knows you had a great season. Exactly. So my criticism earlier wasn't on Messi at all. It was on the way that the award was awarded. You know, it's not a Messi. Messi can't in the stand up and say, "Oh, I don't really want the award, man." Like, <laughs> give it to Lewandowski. Nah, last, bro, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was awarded it, and he was gonna. He was. He doesn't want to make enemies in the in that in, the, in that sphere. You know, yeah. so he was gonna stand up there, do the right, do the gentleman's thing. Um, but then also credit your uh, your your rival, yeah, for how good he was in the previous year. So credit exactly. to Messi for doing that. Credit, credit to him for doing that, and I feel he he's the real goat because he has he has that humane response, yeah, to that to receiving an award that he did rightly deserve, but not in the grand scheme of things may not have deserved in, in, in like an overall perspective or a fan perspective. We all, yeah, I'm pretty sure every single fan thought Lewandowski was going to win it. Yeah, there. I think there were a few. Just because he has an, such an amazing year, an amazing two years. Yeah, and he broke and he broke uh, uh, Muller's record, Jude Muller. Yeah, good Muller's record yeah. of forty goals in a Bundesliga season, which yeah. is outrageous. And in the year that Muller broke set that record, he won the Ballon d'Or. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. It was kind of written this in the stars. So and, how harsh is that? You break yeah. you 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 set the record, you get the Ballon d'Or, you break that record. Uh, uh sorry. Not denied, yeah, access denied. But there was some talk, you know. I saw it, not not talk, not even talk to be honest. Some headlines, kickoff headlines, you know, oh, the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. That, but you can never trust those those type of websites or news outlets. Outlets, yeah. yeah. Um, should Lewandowski be awarded the Ballon d'Or for twenty twenty? Question mark, something like that. I saw a former Ballon d'Or winner promised. Lewandowski, his award, like that he was going to give him his one for the like respect. Mm. Um, but I think that you can't cancel an award and then go back on your word just to please the fans. I think once it's done, it's done. Um, exactly. So like we can criticize them, and they have to take that criticism. Yeah. But I don't want you to do anything about it now. Like what's done is done. Yeah, exactly. And also, I want to get into the future of the Ballon d'Or. You know, possible next winners of the Ballon d'Or. Are we seeing the likes? of the rise of various players, you know, younger players um, who could potentially win it. Yeah. Mbappe, Holland. So how many of the previous Golden Boy winners have actually won the Ballon d'Or? Because I know there's been Golden Boy flops, but Alexandra Pato, complete flop after he won the Golden Boy Award. Mar- Mario, Bell- <laughs> Mario Bellatelli, where he's playing like what, second division now, something like that initially. Yeah, there has been flops for the much. Golden Boys. Second, second division. Um, so I think Pedri could be one of the first to, because Pedri isn't hype. 
Pedro's class, you know? Yeah. It's not that like he's had an outstanding season where he scored 20 goals. You can just tell by the way he plays that he's good. Yeah. You know? He's he's a um, natural-born um, engine mm. on the field. Yeah. he His energy doesn't seem to uh, get treated on the pitch. Mm. I mean, I, he went for that, that, that run of, like, 50 games without, yeah. without being subbed. Or uh, you know, yeah, was, every he, single yeah, every single workhorse. minute he's for fifty games, it was quite amazing yeah. to see that stat. So it just shows that obviously he's young, 18, 19 years old, and he can do those type of things. But yeah, how we question how consistent though, is he going to be? Another youngster, Mbappe, was not happy with his placing. Oh, you nice could tell player. he was he was a bit disappointed. But I think between him and Haaland has to be in the next three or four years yeah. that they're going to they're going to take home their first Ballon d'Or. Yeah, if if they're willing to to get to the Messi and Ronaldo height, I think they're going to have to change clubs, especially Haaland. Yeah, um, it's you can't, I don't think you can spend. Though. I don't think you can for Mbappe. I don't think you could spend your lifetime in the French league and hope to win a Ballon d'Or. So this is what we we spoke about previous. Uh, what we wanted to speak about today as well is that previous winners have come from clubs that are somewhat unknown. And there has been a Borussia Dortmund winner in the past, yeah. uh, Matthias Sammer. So in 1996, he won the Ballon d'Or with Borussia Dortmund. Okay. Um, and then there has been other players. I mean, uh, the very first winner of the Ballon d'Or <laughs> was an Englishman. Came from Blackpool. Blackpool. Blackpool FC was the very Stanley Matthews. Stanley Matthews. Yeah. So it's not. It's and then I know there's uh, Dynamo Kiev. There's Dynamo Moscow. There's a couple. But that's when you know Czechoslovakia were actually. Unbelievable, and they were winning. They were winning. Yeah. They, those club teams were winning Champions Leagues back yeah. there. Yeah, so like I, Red Star Belgrade, they won. So Champions it doesn't League. matter who he plays for right now, as long as that team then performs in the future. So if, if yeah. Borussia Dortmund have a good run in the Champions League next season, they're out of it now, aren't they? Yeah, they're in the Europa but, League, but but they can make up the Champions League next season through yeah. either winning the Europa or placing in in exactly in Germany. Yeah. So he just has to perform next year. He can win it with Borussia Dortmund. Could. He can potentially, um, but then there's the likes of Salah. Salah, then, Salah could Salah could very well. Lewandowski could still be performing next year, and you know I think I think it's gonna. Lewandowski had a great season so far, exactly, already, so. and he's and he's gonna. I feel he's gonna carry that into 2022. It's December already. He is in phenomenal physical shape. It's crazy. Like he's a box merchant. He'll yeah. just he'll just. He's done that he adjustment will, that Ronaldo's done. He's he's he, yeah. he he's conserving his energy yeah. uh, to perform at the right moments in the game. But he's more dynamic that with, yeah. and he's younger than Ronaldo. He's more dynamic. He you can see he can he could potentially score screamers. But why would he? You know he's so good in the box. He's, he's got clinical finishing. Yeah, you and Bayern by, by produce those chances for him to finish. He's yeah. not actually searching for goals. Mm. They are produced for him quite often. But you have to be a world-class striker to be in those positions to finish. And in that, in saying that, I mean, he can cons- he conserves energy so much, and that it, and it makes him last a whole season without yeah. being have to be subbed or or without having to be fatigued. Yeah. At all, he he can play every single game throughout the season. Maybe rest be rested on that odd occasion in that last group stage Champions League match. Yeah. When they don't need him, they've already qualified end of the season when they've already won the league but he'll still get you 30 plus goals in the league a season 
and then yeah. 10 plus goals in the Champions League. I don't think he'll break his record, um, his own record this season in the Bundesliga. No. But I think he I will think get so. 30 plus goals if he doesn't get an injury. The, I mean, his Bundesliga stats, stats don't lie. It's like 14, ga- 14 goals, 14 games. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's proper, pretty prolific, extremely. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also I also do think that maybe it's time for a defender to get the recognition, um, or a goalkeeper to get the recognition that that they deserve. I think so. Fabio Cannavaro, as they mentioned, the Ballon d'Or ceremony, ceremony, ceremony. Yeah. Uh, is the last winner of the Ballon d'Or when he was at Real Madrid. Yeah, and he um, won the World Cup. In 2006 with Italy. That yeah, year. so yeah, he was the last defender to win the Ballon d'Or. And I'm not saying... I'm pretty sure Lev Yashin was the last goalkeeper to win a Ballon d'Or. Is, that, well. is that why it's named? It's, that's why it's the named Yashin, Yashin. Yeah. The Yashin Trophy. Yeah. yeah. For best he was, he's Russian, world. isn't he? We uh, yeah, yeah, Russian. Russian, yeah. Russian. Um, yeah, I think it's just time for... And Maybe. we all know him from a legend, from being a legend on FIFA. An icon now. It's, An icon. It's changed. Icon, icon yeah. legend. Same yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's it's time for them to start recognizing the defenders and their capabilities. Exactly. I mean, I think right now, Thiago Silva is having a blinder of a season for Chelsea. And at the ripe, ripe old age of 37 years yeah. old. I know. Extremely agile. Physically fit. Like, yeah. And he's a leader as well. Like fine wine. Yeah, he's, he's well. I mean, he was always good at PSG. Let's let's let's, let's... I, I, yeah, and I feel that he's just upgraded. Yeah, when he's um, having having signed with Chelsea, he's well, just he was upgraded. Brazil captain. He was PSG captain. Still plays internationally. Is he still playing internationally? Still plays internationally. That's crazy. I thought Neymar was now taking over the reins. You know, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying. I, yeah. I thought by now Neymar would have been the leader of Brazil. And we see Neymar. No, he's just he's just not having having had such huge potential when he was younger and like everyone was talking about him when he was at Barcelona. I mean, this guy's gonna be the best guy in the world yeah. at Sao Paulo. This guy's the such a promising candidate for the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. He's gonna win everything. He's gonna be at a huge club. Play for he's... Santos, didn't he? Not Sao Paulo. Sorry, not Santos. I'm oh, sorry, not Sao Paulo, Santos. Santos. Yeah. Santos. And we see him now in the last couple of seasons completely fall off. Yeah. I don't um, think it's much, so much fall off. I think it's just his um, his stats are diminutive compared to Mbappe. Mm. And like his his his, his mm. injuries yeah, kind of hampered that. Kind of hampered that. And also, I think maybe he's Lord not as motivated. returns. Yeah. <laughs> he's maybe not as motivated as you have to be to win the Ballon d'Or. Mm. He's he's in average shape, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's not he's not nearly as skillful as he used to be. Yeah. He's got the skill, but he's got he's still got. How old is he now? Thirty. Talent. He's 20, still, 29, 30. He's got amazing like footballing ability. He's 28, 29. 20, 29, yeah. 29. 29. Yeah. So he's not a youngster anymore. If yeah. he wants to win this Ballon d'Or, it has to come within the next couple of years. Yeah. It's not going to happen when Two, he's three years. It's not going to happen when he's thirty-five plus. I can guarantee yeah. that. I yeah. can put some serious cash on that. Yeah, hundred percent. Because we see the rise of Mo Salah, and Salah is just outperforming everyone. Who's going to be? To be honest, Salah is uh, late twenties. I think he's thirty-one. Thirty. Is he? I thought he was 30, like twenty-nine or thirty. Thirty. I think he's thirty. I think we'll meet okay. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, 30. yeah. yeah. 
but he's um he's it not just yeah he's not yeah i'm gonna <laughs> edit his wikipedia after this to yeah. make sure that my narrative is yeah. is right yeah um but y'all we're getting we're getting pretty pretty rough estimates but i think it's pretty who's much spot the on, next winner of the battle and dolphin premier league do you think no he's not got it in, he's not got it in the bag anymore bro cr7 no his time is has come and gone do I do I think you win it? Mm. I don't think so. Salah's twenty nine. You were right, Trent. Salah's twenty nine. Well, did I say late twenties or did I say early thirties? You said thirty one. I said thirty. <laughs> early forties. <laughs> he does look like that sometimes. Eh? Yeah. Have you seen him, bro? He's an old man. I would say he takes a shirt off. I'm pretty sure he's like fifty and has kids. Yeah. So Ronaldo, yeah. I think he's had his time. It's come and gone. Ronaldo's had his Sorry time. Sorry to say, but your Portuguese descent. <laughs> It's the only reason I like being Portuguese. Because the Lord. Last... Look at that man. And Bruno Fernandes. I think Bruno Fernandes is a good I don't think he's actually good enough. No, he's not good enough. I think Diogo Jota is actually better than the man, to be honest. Really? I mean, I disagree with that. Dude, but... his goal last night was ridiculous. Yeah, let's base someone's career off of one goal. Yeah, you, you pretty much can. You pr- I, I can. I will. <laughs> <laughs> that touch was disgusting. And that finish was outrageous. Dude, then by that means Hakan Cholanoglu is the best free kick taker in the world. He scored a sick goal <laughs> in like 2014. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's, a... not, he's not playing that badly. So I mean, we could say that about Ruben Diaz or Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Beautiful goals last night. Yeah. I mean, Bernardo Silva, also an up and coming um, dark horse in the Ballon d'Or race, to be honest. Yeah. That's, yeah. One, that's one player you. You need to stay work on Bernardo Silva's Portuguese as well. Yeah. You like that, eh? <laughs> yeah, Bernardo Silva's a good player. Um, <clears throat> and he's keeping some pretty strong players out of that city squad. Mm. You know, we, Raheem, Sto- Raheem Sterling is looking for a move away. Ferran Torres is probably going to go to Barcelona. But he's been consistently starting, Sterling. Just because of the injuries as well. Yeah, because of injuries. And then, but and I then would Grealish, say consistently in like the last three or four weeks. Grealish and Foden are... Consistently knocking on the door. Yeah, they're coming back. I think Foden should start. Well, you, coming you back and I have pretty much the same opinion of Foden. He's oh, he's he's straight into any team. I would think he could if he doesn't get injured. If he doesn't consistently get injured, which he has been, like <laughs> just because he's like tiny and he like he gets yeah. like, he's a dead leg and then he's out for like three weeks. Yeah, bro, he's made of. <laughs> he can play thirty-eight games a season in the Prem, and he can play. Four out of seven Champions League games, if they, yeah, go go to the final, and he will end up being one of the best players in the world if he if he continues to grow at this rate. Pep said and that he was as good as Messi was when he was his age. So, yeah. Dude, if you're getting that from Pep, Pep obviously the numbers uh, can't compare to Messi. Messi, by the time he was 21, obviously had more goals than Ronaldo, but. I think Mbappe and Haaland have had more goals than uh, when you compare their ages. Yeah. Um, so I actually think that you can compare them. But that twenty, but that twenty ten, twenty eleven season when when he scored like uh, ninety seven, yeah. that yeah. that year of twenty eleven when he scored like ninety six goals That's in that true. one year. Dude, the, this yeah, he was twenty one years old. Won't have Dude, that. he was twenty one years old. Yeah, but then he no, did, he was twenty three. He did he did know. stop playing centre forward during that time. Yeah, with transition Chavi, with Chavi and Iniesta behind him. Yeah, Sanchez and Pedro on the right and left. Yeah, exactly. So I'm pretty sure anyone could score. 
like 40 gold, but 97 is double that plus 7. 17. Quick maths. Yeah, quick maths. <laughs> so just looking at the previous winners, I've got it up on my phone. Obviously, we have the Messi and Ronaldo reign. Then before that was Kaká, AC Milan, yeah. 2007. Fabio Cannavaro, we spoke about. Ronaldinho with Barcelona. Yeah. And then we had some good ones. Nibid. So Andrei Shevchenko. Yeah, yeah. And this is my personal favorite. And we spoke about this the other day. Pavel Nedved, 2003. And the reason why I like this is because the runners up for this award is the craziest list. Yes. Is the craziest you me that list. list in the 2005 season. Eh? Oh, 2005. So 2005. Yeah. So it goes. So Ronaldinho won the award. Yeah. Second was Frank Lampard. Sure. Third, Steven Gerrard. Sure. Fourth, Thierry Henry. Fifth, Andrei Shevchenko. Sixth, Paolo Maldini. And it's Adriano Ibrahimovic, Kaka, Etu, John Terry, uh, Makalele's in there, Petr Cech, Drogba, Balak, Zidane. Is, Zidane's an 18. That's how, that's how competitive that, that, that year was. Um, Zidane was fly. He won the Ballon d'Or in 98. And, and Nedved came last that year in the, in the Ballon d'Or vote. In the rankings. And Ronaldo came 20th. Yeah. Yeah. Cristiano. Yeah. <laughs> so that just shows. That was the rise. I don't think this year is as competitive as that. Not even close. Considering... Yeah, 100% agreed. Prime Samuel Eto'o was in 10. I think Prime Samuel Eto'o was like 2008, 2007. Yeah, it's 2005, so yeah, yeah slightly before. That's that, was, that was like, I'm pretty sure. That was like uh, Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard, dude. Yeah. That was like their, not even their prime yet. But that was honestly Terry Henry prime. 2000, 2003, 2004, 2005 was prime Terry Henry. Yeah. He and he win, came he did, he did win the Ballon d'Or, didn't he? Henri. No. No, didn't he? Who is? He didn't. He, came, he was running up. I'm pretty sure he was running up. So where did Henri come? He came sixth in 2002. Yeah, in 2003, which is Nedved's season, he yeah. came second. Second. Henri, so that was his highest up, Ballon d'Or yeah. finish. Yeah, that was, that was his highest. That 2003 was also a good year. So it was Nedved, Henri, Maldini, Shachenko, Zidane. Vanessa Roy, Raul, Roberto Carlos, Gianluigi Buffon, and David Beckham. Wow. And that was the year Beckham moved to uh, Madrid from United. Yes. Ballon d'Or 04, Shevchenko, Deco, Maldino, Thierry Henry, Zagorakis. See, now, hearing these names, Adriano, I just think that there's no, Bruni, there's no competition like, like, like this right now. Yeah. Because in any of those years, any one of those players could have won it. Right now, it was between three players, and like fourth and fifth was like just not. Well, Jorginho was never going to win it. Yeah, so it wasn't that competitive, to be honest. It was just the the competition was Lewandowski or not. Or, um, sorry, not Lewandowski, Lewandowski Messi. Messi, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I just I wa- I wanted to come back where Messi and Ronaldo are out of the race. Yeah, and we see Haaland. Mbappe, Neymar, Pedri, Salah, Salah in yeah. in there, you know? Yeah. Maybe Benzema. In the top maybe Benzema. Benzema yeah. will... He came pretty far down. Seventh. Yeah. Ronaldo came sixth. I, I feel that... Which is harsh. Kante, Kante will maintain a uh, more consistent placing than Jorginho. Jorginho is going to fall out that quick. He's going he's gonna to fall out pretty quick. Messi will stay in that top 10. I feel I Ronaldo might stay in that top 10. In the next year, uh, Haaland definitely will up his ranking. Mbappe, um, 
Salah definitely. I think it's actually the top three for next year, in my opinion, will be Salah, Lewandowski, Messi. Yeah, it depends. No, I, I it depends on Messi plays. It really yeah, does. It, it well, obviously, it depends on how he plays. It's award. It's an award on individual achievements. Yeah. yeah. Um, Very true. But I don't think he will. And yeah, I also, I, I, I disagree. I don't think Kante will stay that consistent. Really? I don't think he'll start that frequently. He's quite, injury, he's quite injury prone as well. That's yeah. why he doesn't consistently start. Yeah, and Tuchel, he just won't. Because yeah. um, they've also got replacements. Tuchel loves a bit of squad rotation. Mm-hmm. So Barkley and... Um, <laughs> Bar- Barkley and Loftus-Cheek are given, are given starts. Barkley actually sung, sung uh, Tuchel's praises the other day, saying that one of the first codes that he feels that if he puts effort in, in training... That he'll be rewarded by having the starting place. Well, we can see that evidently by Ruben Loftus Cheeks consistent starting. And by before. Chilwell taking his place back from Alonso when before Chilwell had a little. Yeah. Do you uh, think, uh, um, obviously, we see teams more going into a uh, wing back system? Do you think you will see more wing backs be. Uh, you know, casted as nominees for Ballon d'Or? Um, Especially if they keep performing how they are performing, such as Reese James, Ben Chilwell. Um, depends on their impact. Yeah. I think if you're seeing who is... And uh, we see Jao Cancelo and Carl Walker, for instance, as well. The wing-back in Serie A last year, they've got like 15 goals. Was it Serie A? Who was it? Um... It was, it was, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly who it was. Jeez. We spoke about it the other week. Damian. It was Darmi, Damian. But Damian didn't get 15. Yeah, that's got a couple of goals. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh. I don't think it was Damian, though, but Damian's a good example of how like, a wingback can be very involved in the team. Yeah. But I don't know um, if Trent or Robertson. Trent. <laughs> Trent or Robertson. Alexander Arnold. <laughs> uh, if they perform, they got a chance of being in there, but I don't know if you can take an award away from them. No, I don't no, know. but I'm just saying, like, in not not, not stripping it awards of any top performers, like in terms of you know, like a Messi, a Lewandowski, a Salah, but like you will see them ever present in the in the time to come or the years to come in that Ballon d'Or list in that top 20 or top. 15, yeah. whatever. I think it's always hard with wingbacks because oh. they are either converted player, so they were a right winger, um, so their coach converted them from a right back to a right wing back or a right winger to a right wing back, or they are at right back because they were previously a failed centre back or a failed winger. Yeah, that's just the way it is. That's the, I mean, I played left back for a while because I wasn't <laughs> good enough to play any other position within the team as well. I played left and right back as well. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. I mean, when you get to a certain level, you have to accept your... I think Jamie Carragher spoke about that. And Gary Neville as well. you got to accept for where... you got to accept the fact for where the coach puts you, even you, though you might not feel you, you're good in that yeah, position. You work, you work for the team at the end yeah. of the day in football. Yeah, so that's how, that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that it? Sick. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you guys enjoy that? Eh? Yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're gonna leave it at that. Uh, we're yeah. not gonna. We're not. We we'll touch on predictions later. Yeah. But John, it was great chatting with you with you guys, you Justin, and having Trent and Shailen in my my presence, so they could hear 
um, everything. And thanks, co-host, again. Justin Moore. Um, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next, next week for the next episode.